Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome back. I'm your host for this episode, Cassidy. And I'm your co-host, Kyle. And this is Is Date Date Night. So yeah, guys, welcome back to another episode of Christmas Movie Month. Christmas movie month. We are we are like ready to go Christmas movie month in this episode. We are. We're going to be talking about my all-time favorite Christmas movie. We're sipping our hot cocoa. Mm-hmm. We're feeling... I'm in my Christmas jammies. You're actually wearing the perfect sweater for this. I am. It's my uniform for Christmas movie month. Do you wear every episode? I've pretty much been wearing it all December, let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> I've worn it since I got it. I was going to say, it's been longer since December, because it's December 3rd and you've been wearing it for like a month. Yeah. I feel like. Um, it's the Grinch sweatshirt, because for some reason yes. she's just not going to, I'm trying to bait her into saying what the hell it is, oh. and she's just sitting there like, we're gonna I like be, this. We're, gonna be ta- I'm so- we're keeping a secret. <laughs> we're we're going to be talking about Honey, the Grinch. when they click on the episode, oh, yeah. they know what we're fucking talking <laughs> about. You do this every time. It's a secret, guys. <laughs> um, we're talking about the Grinch today mm-hmm. yes we are my favorite christmas movie i could watch it all december long mm-hmm. but before we get into talking about the grinch we're gonna talk about our date night yes so kyle do you want to tell the fans what we did for date night this this week I feel like we had two date nights did friday you? we had solo date night oh yeah we did our own things <laughs> And that was fun mm-hmm. for both of us. Not because I don't love being with you, <laughs> but because this is like the first time in almost two years that we've been able to have a solo night. Right. Without it being like, oh, I'm gone for the week. Right. Like, cause you went back to visit your family or you had like a bachelor uh, bachelorette party you had to go to. So it's the first time really where it was like, I'm just going to be gone for a night and I'll be back tomorrow morning. And it was just mm-hmm. a strange feeling because it's like, okay, well, she's going to be back tomorrow. Like, it's not like I get a whole week. But also just get like a few hours to myself. And that allowed me to catch up on a lot of movies that you didn't want to watch, that I yeah. didn't want to watch. And you also got to have much needed girl time. Because mm-hmm. I know you're sick of seeing my face every morning <laughs> for the last two years and not being able to just like hang with the girlies. So I was glad you were able to do that. <laughs> so that was our Friday night. I watched a bunch of movies at home and you went and had a girls night with your cousins. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday we had Friendsgiving with another one of your cousins yes. and, uh, and their friends. So yeah, Friday night I hung out with my cousins. Um, we decorated Christmas cookies. You even made one of me. I was very, I, I was I did. very I turned, flattered. I turned my gingerbread man cookie into Kyle, <laughs> man bun and all. Man bun and all. And the fl- the flower. I wear a lot of uh, floral print shirts. Yes. And she even like did the blue shirt with like the flowers on it. I was like, yes. that's actually perfect. That's literally me. <laughs> yep. Um, we wore our Christmas jammies. It was just, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Me, I love my cousins. And Christmas time. Like, and it's Christmas just a time. Double whammy. And so I just like love catching up with them and being able to chat about yeah. girl stuff. And just having like time with your family. Yeah. And just, like you said, girl time. Right. Yeah. I feel like, like, I like, obviously I love spending time with you, but like, when you get into a relationship, like, sometimes it just is, it's really great for the relationship to be able to have separate time. Yeah, absolutely. I 100% agree. And it, like, the last two years, we haven't had to, been able to do that. And I think, like, since we've gotten back and we have had separate time, our relationship has felt yeah better. Yeah, I agree 100%. 
We don't. We're not the only two people we know in a given, you know, hundred mile radius. Right. So it's nice. <laughs> right. People hang out with. Like I was like driving to go visit them. I'm like, wow. I'm like. I am alone. I can drive to visit people. Yeah. <laughs> That's also the power of like, or I guess the disadvantage of having one car that whole time too is like, one of us had to be stranded if one of us was leaving. Right. Like, or we had to drive together. Like you had to go home, and I had to. We had to go home for a wedding, and we had to drive the ten hours together. Yeah, and uh, even though I feel like it, like we because we had other things we had to do before that, so we went home earlier. But we didn't have to. It was just like I had to go home for the week before the wedding, and you had to go the week of the wedding, and so it just worked out that it's like, well, we have to go, and we can't really leave the other one behind because we're gonna have to drive ten hours there and back, and then the other one's gonna have to drive ten hours there and back. So we might as well go together. Right. Uh, so it's just nice to be able to have the option to just go alone if if you want to. You know what <laughs> right. I mean. I don't know if I did a good job explaining that, but <laughs> someone out there would be like, yeah, I get it. It made sense. Whatever. A bunch of gibberish. I get yeah. the words. But sometimes we love having Kai and cast time, but sometimes yes. we need Kai cast time. Yeah. Kai, <laughs> comma, cast time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then Saturday we did spend it together. Uh, we went to your cousin Sky and Hannah's house mm-hmm. and we had a fun night there where we just yeah. played games and ate food and watched half of She's the Man and no not, even half, like not even half. Not even half. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good time. I had, I had a lot of fun. Yeah, we had a great time. Um we had a friend Friendsgiving. I don't know if, I think you said that. Maybe. But it was Friendsgiving, so we all had we we decided to have ham instead of turkey, which was really good. All of, all the food was great. Mm-hmm. And then we played some games which we didn't stick with any of the games we played for very long. No. We kept getting very distracted. Very distracted because I was like, what's the next game we have? What's the next game we have? We should go watch a movie. What's the next movie? You know what I mean? Yeah. It was very bounce around, which was fun because we the game we played, the chameleon game, I like we were all just very lost on how to play it. We did a good <laughs> job of like trying to piece it together, but at one point I was completely way off topic of what we were even trying to talk about. I'm not even going to try to explain the game to you guys because... It's the most convoluted game I think I've ever seen in my life. I knew exactly how to play. Yeah, I mean, like, well, you're smart, so. I listened to the instructions, and then I was t- every, throughout the game. I'm like that game police type of person. Yeah, you are. Where I'm sure. like, no, you're supposed to let them do this, and now they do, do That rule doesn't make sense. I think you read it wrong. Read it again. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, it was a fun date night. Yeah, I like that you called yourself the game police because you definitely are I the am. one that's like, these are not the rules, people. I'm, yes, I'm the game And police. I was the one convincing everyone to like not keep track of score because it would just be... Wh- Keeping track of score was so convoluted in that game and I was yeah. like, what's the point of even trying? <laughs> you tried to explain it to us and everyone was like, uh, what? We don't know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, let's just not. Me and games, you know, I take mm-hmm. them very seriously. That's why I like drinking games. Because you can't really lose. I still take those seriously. <laughs> you actually was so funny. It's so funny because every time I play a drinking game, I know that you pay attention to the person drinking. And if they don't drink, you'll be like, you didn't drink. Take a drink. You didn't drink. <laughs> and it's always because if we, if we, if you have to drink, we all make sure you drink. So you're like, you make sure everyone else is too. Yes. <laughs> it's always very funny. Yes. No, you're supposed to take three drinks right now, Kyle. Like, damn it. <laughs> no, nothing's getting past me. All right. Yeah. When it comes to games, everyone is following the rules because I'm going to win fair and square. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. And then our Sunday was just... Sundays are hard to get motivated, man. We had like stuff we had to get done today. We had to go shoe shopping for me and we had to go grocery shopping. And then... 
Just, come, yeah, I'll go grocery shopping Monday night. Come like 5.30, you were like, I don't think I'm going to go grocery shopping. And I was like, I kind of assumed we weren't. Like, so. we have enough food for breakfast and lunch tomorrow. So <laughs> we, we can get through till Tuesday. We're fine. Don't worry about <laughs> grocery shopping when we need dinner tomorrow night. Of all the days, though, to be motivated, Sunday's not the day. I don't know. It's the last day before we have to return to work, so I feel like I just want to be as lazy as possible. I feel that, and that is how I tend to tend to roll, but so badly I want to be the person that, like, gets everything I need done for the week on Sunday. Do my laundry, which didn't do that today. Said mm-hmm. I was going to. At least I put some away. We did say we were going to, and then just kept looking at the box, and we're like, because we don't have a hamper hamper. We have, Well, we have two hampers, but we have, like, a tote that we had to wash. Yeah. Because of all the clothes we had in storage. Yeah. So we had to do that. And we just kept looking at it being like, ah, we'll get to it later today. And then somehow I lost an hour. I was just on the couch upside down scrolling on TikTok and I realized you weren't next to me anymore. Mm -hmm. And I came in here and you were halfway through an episode of like Keeping Up With The Kardashians Folding Laundry. And I was like, why didn't you tell me you were in here doing this, man? I didn't even know you were gone. But yeah, at least I got that done. But yeah, Sundays I feel like it would just be good if I could just wake up. Start getting ready for the week, do the laundry, do the groceries, meal, maybe meal prep. Mm-hmm. But I, it never happens. Never happens. I was so tired. Yeah. Because. We even naps today. We had, we had, we yes. even naps today, bro. Yes. Because you work five days a week and then I did something Friday night, did something Saturday. And so come Sunday, I'm just, I'm pooped. Yeah. I'm pooped come Friday, but I've yeah. still got to do stuff. It's so funny because like the last like three weeks we've been watching movies, you've been falling asleep fall in the asleep. middle portion of the movie, and I'm like, you got to sit straight up. At 8, 8 p.m., I'm yeah. falling asleep on the couch. It was like 7.30, and I was like, dude, it's not even 8. You can't fall asleep yet. And you're like, I'm just so tired, babe. Yep. <laughs> and we ended up taking a nap today because I was falling asleep at 11.30 a.m. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't get tired. out of bed until nine. Right. We also had like we were staying up a lot later than we used to. Yeah. I feel like, and then like just just for like Friday and Saturday, you know what I mean. Yeah. And then we're getting up kind of early in comparison to like hours slept. So mm-hmm. I get why why we're so tired on Sundays because it's like a good day for recovery. Yeah. It's funny you said in the car on the way home last night. You're like, I love Sundays because that's just like the day you get to like sleep in and recharge. Mm-hmm. And I tried to give you that today, but the boy is just. They were at the door, and I'm so I was I was surprised they didn't wake oh, you up. Oh, they woke me up before you even like took them outside. Yeah, I was like gonna say, as they, soon as you got up to go to the bathroom, they Frankie started licking my face. Yeah, I was gonna say they don't they don't give you they don't give you space like I no. want them to. I was awake. Yeah, <laughs> but that was our weekend. That was our date night, and uh, oh, your host. I'm sorry, I just stole your fucking <laughs> Still whole thing, man. God damn. Anyway, that was our week. <laughs> that was our date night. Um, so let's get into talking about the Grinch. Universal Pictures and Imagine Entertainment invite you to experience the magic of the classic story as it comes to life like you've never seen before. In a place where the Christmas spirit is everywhere. Have the best Christmas ever! Well, almost everywhere. Counting down the Christmas clock, old young What are we doing? What are we doing? Well, we're talking about the Grinch. Yeah, we are talking about the Grinch. But not just one Grinch. Not, one? not just one. 
Two? We're going to be talking... No, not two either. Not even two? Not two either. How many Grinches? We're going to be talking about all three Grinches. All three Grinches. All three Grinches. All three. So we watched three Grinch movies this week for you guys. Punishment. I mean, yeah, it was great. It was joyous. I, I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> I really did. I'm very excited to talk about these movies. Yes. Because we are probably not going to be on the same page. Probably not. And I love these movies and you will never ruin them for me. They're not... I'm not going to chop a thunder these for you, I promise. You will never ruin them for me. But in case you guys didn't know, there are three Grinch movies. <laughs> um... <laughs> one, that came, to say that. one that came out in 1966. The OG. The OG. One that came out in 2000, which yeah. we all know the and Jim love Carey. as the Jim Carrey version. And the one that just came out in 2018. Mm. Yes. Benedict Cumberbatch. Plays the Grinch. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. All right. So I took notes. You did for the first time ever. For I the t- first <laughs> time ever. She goes, she never takes notes. Even when she's hosting, uh, I have to come up with the shit she's going to say. She just reads it and says, okay, I know what I want to talk about. She pulled out her phone. I was like, what are you doing? Because she likes to be on her phone and watch movies and that drives me crazy. And she goes, I'm taking notes. And I was just over the moon. I was like, oh my God, she's taking notes. I can't believe it. That's how seriously I take the Grinch. (laughs) That's so funny. You do love this fucking, these movies, all of them, I feel like. So... You want to get into it? Since we're getting into it, yes. Yeah. Let's start with 1966. Sweet. I don't like this one. Why? <laughs> the Why? Grinch is too scary in this so, one. Okay, my first note written down is scariest slash creepiest Grinch yes. by far. Yes. Why? Why is it's is it the animation? I couldn't figure out what it was about the Grinch specifically. If it was the animation style mm-hmm. of this Grinch, or if it was just the fact that this Grinch felt mean. Yes, he felt so mean, and it's not like a funny mean like Jim Carrey's or even Benedict Cumberbatch. This was just like, he has hate in he's, his heart. He's the meanest <laughs> Grinch. I literally have, you know, like how the Grinch says, hate, hate, hate. Yeah. I put, hate, 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 the Grinch's red <laughs> eyes. So oh, in, red? in this movie, he has red eyes. I didn't know that. And they're, I put scary, exclamation point. They're scary. They are. This Grinch is creepy, and the way he smiles... Like, it's the teeth are crooked. They're just he's nasty, just, he's man. Just, this Grinch is very creepy. I wrote down in my notes, the Grinchiest <clears throat> Grinch of the Grinches. Yeah. Because he is definitely the one that hates Christmas the most for no reason. Yes. We never... It's because it's so short, let's say that, it's 25 minutes. So there's no time to get into the right. backstory of anything. It's a fucking TV episode. Right. Like, I don't know why in this Grinch, why the Grinch hates Christmas. You just know that the Grinch hates the Who's and Christmas. And that's all you need to right. know, I feel like. But I think that's why he, it makes him the best... The most purest Grinch, if you will, yeah. because he truly just hates, just hates, he just hates everything. Yeah. Um, while oh. we're talking about things we didn't like about the Grinch, I also hate his voice in that one. I actually like it. I was going to, I actually was going to say that I think this might be like, because <clears throat> it's the narrator also mm-hmm. playing the Grinch and I actually enjoyed the way his voice was like gravelly. It sounded... I don't like it. It sounded gross and something that a monster would probably Mm -hmm. sound like. And I thought they nailed it. I also think this is one of my favorite when it comes to the music. Really? Especially like the Mr. Grinch song. The way Mm -hmm. like the singer is just his... He's got this rich, deep baritone. Mm -hmm. And the way he's just like... He's going in on the Grinch. It's insane. These lyrics would definitely win him like a slam poetry contest or some shit. Mm -hmm. They're insane how mean they are. Um, But yeah, and then just like when he's like... Stealing all the presents and stealing Christmas, and he's like slithering like a snake on the ground. Like it, he's just a creepy Grinch. Yeah, he's just creepy. creepy. But I think that I think they nail that, and then at the end they show his heart growing like all these sizes. Yeah, 
But it still doesn't make him any less creepy. No. And still, if I was a who down in Whoville, I'd be like, yo, is no one else going to address the fact that this man is terrifying? We're just mm-hmm. going to be okay with him cutting our roast beast? Yeah. Get out of here, bro. Like, there's no shot of letting that guy anywhere yeah. near me or my kids. Um, And then the other thing we both noticed during this movie, which we realized is only 25 minutes long, but Cindy Lou mm-hmm. does not play a very big part. She doesn't in matter. She doesn't matter. She's basically just like, why are you stealing our stuff, Santa? And he's like, go to bed, child. And that's essentially it, really. Right. And she's also a baby. Like, yeah, she's, she's like a toddler. Yeah. Um, Which I think, though, but I think that makes more sense in my head, though, because I I don't remember the actual fucking children's book, but I feel like she was a baby in the book. Like, I feel like she was mm-hmm. a very young child. And all these other ones, it has to, I feel like she has to be aged up, though, for the story to make sense right. in the other ones. Right. But I think this is the most pure Grinch, and I think it's the most age accurate Cindy Luhu uh, but I don't think she's the best Luhu obviously no she's not the best Luhu Cindy Luhu my um, yeah but yeah I noticed like she becomes kind of more and more of a main character in each movie yes like, I mean, we'll get into we'll yeah. get into those too as we go because uh, we'll especially at the last with the last one I have a lot I want to talk about when it comes to Cindy yeah. Luhu but um, I will say that I, we've, we've kind of like been dogging on this but right, I do want to say yeah. I really really like the music in this I think it fits the. I think for a 25 minute short, like Rudolph was 51 minutes and it felt like every three seconds they were singing a 30 second song. But in this, it was like, let's have five songs that are fucking three minutes long. And it's like, okay, these are real full songs we're getting here. It's not just these weird snippets that move way too fast. So I like the music. And I also just think that the Grinch being scary and the Grinch actually being a menace in this makes it just feel like the actual like it's actual Grinch like you, you're more right. scared of him than Jim Carrey's because he's kind of funny but I think the point of the Grinch is to like he's your he, you're supposed to have a warm spot in your heart for him mm-hmm. this Grinch you don't no I don't yeah I don't I don't want him anywhere near me like the point of the Grinch is that he's miserable but you feel like he's redeemable Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in the this one, he just does not feel that way. I also think that has to that has to be made simply because of the, how long the other ones are. They have to make right. him a redeemable character. Whereas in this one, they're like, "Fucking make it twenty five minutes. <laughs> like, don't even give him a backstory. Just make him evil and right. then have him." Not but then be evil all of anymore. a sudden, he's fine with them. Right. I also have to just note that he is so sorry. That S was probably real hard. <laughs> um, he was so mean to Max in this first movie. So mean to Max. So, um... I'm like, this is this is animal abuse, how mean he is to Max in this. And it bothered me. It is, it is, I, I, I agree with you on that. And that's why I actually wrote down meanest without being funny. Yeah. Because the other ones, when they're mean to Max, or just mean in general, they end up with the comeuppance. They're like, someone's like, uh, you know, with Max in um, the Jim Carrey one. At one point, Max gets Jim Carrey's Grinch... To slide down the slide and go to Whoville while he has a party at the house, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even though he was a dick to Max like three seconds later. When he's a dick, he gets his comeuppance. He gets his just desserts. In this, it was just him beating up a dog at one point and then yeah. being like, whipping him, being like, you're going to drag my sleigh and the dog is unconditionally like, okay, dude, let's do it. Yeah. And that's why I wrote down, he's actually just the meanest. He's just the meanest version. Yeah. But I also like that. I'm not going to lie. I don't like him hitting the dog. Jesus yeah. Christ, I should have spaced those words out better. I like that he's actually mean. I like that he actually gets a Grinch that is fucking scary. Like, I would have... Mm-hmm. He would be my sleep paralysis demon. <laughs> this version. Like, the cartoon animation version of him. That would be my sleep paralysis yeah. demon. I disagree. I think you need a Grinch that is a little bit more likable. But what I do like about this movie is I put... It is so Dr. Seussy. Yeah, with all the... Everything's around. It is super bright, whimsical, mm-hmm. colorful. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and it just like, it reminds me of like those classic Christmas movies. This is a Christmas classic, yes. Yeah. This is absolutely something that my family, we would gather on the TV when it came on, on like ABC, um, ABC Family back before it became Freeform, when it was on CBS, whatever, like TBS, whatever it was on, excuse me. We would sit down on the couch and it was like a to-do that night. Like it was like the big thing we were doing. Like the Grinch is going to be on that and then Charlie Brown's Christmas. Like mm-hmm. our family sat down and watched those, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I remember... Uh, we had a marathon. It was like this. It was Rudolph. It was Frosty the Snowman. It was just like the best. It was like on Christmas Day we watched them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just the most pure Christmas morning I had because it was just all the classics. And I don't think you can have the classics without having this one. Yeah. And thank God, I do have my notes I have right. Thank God this is short. Because yeah. if this had been a 55 minute thing like Rudolph, it would have been insufferable. Mm-hmm. Because the Grinch is actually mean. So I don't think we need too much more backstory on that. Right. It just works on it works on its own. It's quick, of course, but it works in the twenty five minutes it's given. It doesn't need to be any longer. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Anything else you want to say about this one? No, that's pretty much it. I did write in my message. I did write down this one thing that says maybe the best message out of all of them, with no joke, probably forty five question marks. I'm wondering what Kyle four days ago what meant by thought? that <laughs> because um, looking back on it, the the message is basically like. The Who's don't care about Christmas presents. They care about being with each other on Christmas. Mm-hmm. But all of the Grinch movies have that. So I don't know yeah. what, like, four day ago Kyle was thinking when he wrote that. But I have nothing else to say. Okay. So what's your score for this Grinch? I'm going to give Grinch 1966 three and a half Grinches. I think I, li- I like the animation. The music's fun. And the fact it's so short just makes up for anything I could really bad say about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, three and a half. I give it two and a half. Two and a half? I don't like this one. Holy fuck. I don't like it. He's too mean. He's not in any way a likable character. And I think the Grinch has to be somewhat likable. You have to feel bad for him. You have to want the people to be nice to him. I don't like this movie. The Holy Grinch is shit. too creepy. He scares me. I don't like it. That's wild. I didn't. I did for sure. Two and a half is just crazy. That's I don't wild. like wow. it. And I'm, I hate I, how mean he is to Max. I'm sorry you feel so bad about this movie. I made you watch this like right before I went to bed. You probably had nightmares. <laughs> yeah, he's creepy. But so now I want to talk about the movie that I feel like when you think of the Grinch, you think of this movie, mm-hmm. and that is the 2000s Grinch. Jim Carrey's Grinch. Jim Carrey is the ultimate Grinch. And I don't like Jim Carrey. I know you don't. And I'm also not a very big fan of Jim Carrey. I'm not going to lie. I don't As like a person, him. love right. him. No. But like, I love all the stuff he talks about outside of movies. But as an actor, outside of like Truman Show, I'm not like a huge fan. I don't like Jim Carrey. He, I think he's scared. He's a creepy, creepyish person. Really? Jim yes. Carrey? Like, his movies... His movies. Creep yeah, yeah, me yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you saying. He's too animated sometimes. But in this, it works. Yeah. In this, he is the the ideal Grinch. Yeah. His mannerisms, the way he uses his mouth, his voice, mm-hmm. it's just, it's perfection. Like, his, his, like, voice is kind of, like, weird and quirky, but, like, in a fun way. He's the standard of what you would hold the Grinch to because of how he is actually just the Grinch. Yes. He embodies him so well. His... Because you were saying, they're creepy because it's so over the top and he's so mm-hmm. animated, but it works in this because the Grinch needs to be that. Mm-hmm. He is just so flippant and just animated and alive. Uh-huh. And I think it's because Jim Carrey is so crazy. He just disappeared into the mm-hmm. Grinch. This Grinch is the funnest Grinch out of all. I agree with that. I agree with that this is the best 
Grinch character of all of the Grinches mm-hmm. because one, we get the backstory and two, in my notes I wrote down Jim Carrey is the Grinch. Mm-hmm. Like he just is. When I think of Jim Carrey, the first thing I think of is the Grinch. Right. When I think of the Grinch, the first thing I think of is Jim Carrey. You right. know what I mean? You don't think about the 1966 no, Grinch. You think about Jim Carrey's yeah. 2000s Grinch. Yeah, I do. He is the epitome of the Grinch. Yes. And I just love him in this movie, even though I don't like him in any other yeah. movies. I also would like to say that the way they're able to get everyone, not just him, but everyone to look the part of the Who mm-hmm. and his effect, the effects they put on to Jim to make him look like the Grinch... Outstanding. Yes. It looked amazing. Looked incredible. I have that written down. I was just like, I I love the production design. Yes. Absolutely. And the movie. sets of the sets and everything. The houses, too. Yeah. the town, mm-hmm. the decorations, the way the who's look. Mm-hmm. It's all so cute, cozy, quaint. I love it. Yeah, I would disagree with you on uh the who the who's looking cute. I think they did a good job making them look like the who's. Uh I it enters into uncanny valley territory for me. And so <laughs> it starts to creep me out. Like I think the reason I don't like this movie so much, or as much as most people, is because the, the Who's actually genuinely terrify me. Mm-hmm. The way they look is frightening. I'm not a fan of, like, their rosy cheeks and the noses, noses. and, like, their eyes and their foreheads. It's odd. I'm Which not is, a fan. It's funny because Cindy Lou looks normal. She does. She hasn't grown into her nose yet. They keep making that joke. But I honestly wonder if she, it's because she didn't, she couldn't, like, she was too young, she couldn't wear the makeup. Like, she, I don't know. like, was, like, uncomfortable and yeah. couldn't do it. I don't know. Yeah. I'd have to look, like I'd have to look into it, but she's the only one that looks somewhat normal. Yeah, even though her hair is like in the classic Cindy Lou Who mm-hmm. like thing style, I, she's the most normal, not uncanny valley looking. Everyone looks like they're wearing prosthetics, and like it creeps me yeah. out. Yeah, but I will say that the makeup and the the costume designs and the setting designs, I mean, they fucking nailed it. Mm-hmm. Do you know how hard it is? Like you said in the 1966, oh, it's the most Doctor Seuss with the way it rhymes and the way it looks. This looks and feels whimsical just like that 1966 version brought to life. Yeah. Like the inventions that they have. They have them riding that um, the, the giant tractor thingy and they have um, the present shoot thing and um, just all the, the inventions they have to put up the Christmas lights and the, the Grinch's cave. The Grinch's cave and all of the shit just looks like it came straight from a Dr. Seuss book to life. Mm-hmm. So I think that they deserve all of the credit. Everything I have to say that is nice about this movie is it stems from the production design and the costumes and shit. Mm-hmm. I think this movie is incredibly creepy, and I think this movie is way too horny. It is oddly no, I oddly think that's sexually for the, that's for the aggressive. Adults. That's for the adults watching. Yeah, this movie. but it's just like it's so it's not it's not even hidden. It's not hidden at all. The whole key party and the teenagers go going up to the mountain. The key party and, is a very very quick shot, and I don't think most kids would look at that and be like, oh. Like yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but I feel like they don't. It's not, it's not as quick as you think because they zoom in on the. We actually noticed camera. that was the first. To- that was my first time noticing it watching. Yeah, I just felt like if, this was oddly horny. No one knows what we're talking about in the very like first scene when like the Grinch is carried in by the little in the little basket or whatever. Yeah. It flips to the party that's happening in the house, and you see everyone putting their keys into a fish. And they're all giggling and. And if you, if you don't know what that means, look it up. I'm not explaining it. <laughs> on um, Just know it's horny. That's all you need to know. It's inappropriate for the Grinch. But I think all Disney movies kind of have that little seedling of things for adults. And I, as a child watching this, would not perceive that mm-hmm. like we perceive it now. That was my first time noticing it. And I'm 25 years old. I was, and I watch this movie multiple times a year. I will also say this, though. the my, the What's the... 
woman he's trying to marry. Oh, Martha May. Martha May. Her whole thing, everything about her. Oh, she's her, horned up for the Grinch. Yeah, it's not even just that. It's the way she talks. It's so sexually charged. She's like, <laughs> but she talks that way to everyone. But that's what I'm saying. Is no that's more like this is so talks. gross. The way she talks, she's like, oh, do you need the lights? It's like you're talking to your goddamn neighbor. And no, dude, why are you using your sexy voice? Like, it's just this isn't a 900 number fucking thing, okay? For mm-hmm. the kids too young to know what that is, it was a phone number you used to call, and they would talk to you dirty, okay? Mm-hmm. That's what it sounded like. It was just so gross and uncomfortable. Everything about that was disturbing. Her voice is very exaggerated. And let's be honest. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. The Grinch is goddamn ugly. And there's no fucking way Martha May, (laughs) who's a badass who bitch, is going to fall in love with him. All right? I'm just saying. Or the mayor. She could do much better. She could do much better. There aren't many good options down in Hooville. The Grinch's personality isn't all that much better either. (laughs) He eats glass. Like what the fuck? He has t- had the unforbidden crunch. The forbidden. He's crunch, had the okay? forbidden crunch. He's tried. In case I don't know if I've talked about this. You have talked here. about. It. You talked about it on the Rudolph episode. The Rudolph episode. I want to bite a glass straw. Yeah. The Grinch has fulfilled my. He dream. does that. He gets to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just think that even as a kid, I picked up on like her specifically. It just creeps yeah. me out how like sexually charged of a character she is. Yes. It was a little. Disturbing. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Again, it's for the adults, little kids would not be like. She's no, I don't think. Yeah, I don't sexy. think. I don't think little kids pick up on it, but it definitely. She's using me. her bedroom voice. <laughs> <laughs> the bedroom voice. She is though. Like to talk to everybody. It's not just. She's talking to Cindy Lou Who, and she's like, "Hey, Cindy Lou." It's like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing, bro? Yeah. Just very strange. But anyway, mentioning Cindy Lou, we both, as we were watching this movie, Kyle goes, "Have you seen her recently?" And I literally had it written in my notes. Cindy Lou is adorable. Have you seen what she looks like recently? She's a rocker chick, bro. Yes. Cindy Lou is grown. Yeah. I I was like, I was, (laughs) I was shocked, first of all, because I hadn't ever figured I'd look her up and I did now because I was like, well, she's got to be what? Like 30? Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I want to see what she looks like now, see what she's been in because I was like, has she even done anything after this? And she did a few like TV shows or couple movies here and there, but nothing that I really remember. Mm-hmm. But when I saw her picture of her and like the makeup and the band, I was like, holy shit, she's a little badass. Like she grew up from the Grinch to become like a badass rocker. Yeah. Well, after, that was after Gossip Girl. Oh, okay. Gossip Girl. That's what she was on. She's yeah. on Go Piss Girl. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it's Go Piss Girl. <laughs> I know you hate that. Um, but I just can't help myself. One thing I do want to say is I think this is the most I've laughed at the, the at this version of the movie because I'm gonna be honest I fucking hate this movie <laughs> it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen I can't stand it mainly because it's fucking terrifying and I don't think it's funny this time around laugh my ass off but only because of Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey mm-hmm. every scene he is in he is on fire he's on 10 he was in some magical fucking place when he made this movie yeah outside of him not a single peep I don't think anything about this movie is funny unless the Grinch is doing something Oh, some of his scenes in here are just like the most iconic scenes and like Yeah, the movie whole getting history. ready thing is like I'm not yes. going. I'm not going. Yes. Like that's so funny. The getting re- when he's trying to pick an outfit for Hubilation, I literally have that written down. Best scene ever. Yeah. <laughs> I love that scene. And when he's going down through his schedule, four o'clock, wallow in self pity. Yeah. Four thirty, stare into the abyss. It's just Hilarious. This movie to you, like... Jazzercise. It's funny to me because, like, people have a movie specifically that they could quote. Like, for me, right now, it's The Holdovers. I made you... Like, we, you, I put it on the background recently. Yeah. And we were walking around talking, and I would quote the movie as it was happening. And I don't know if you picked up on that, but it's like, I was quoting it, 
And then it dawned on me that you did that through the entire time we were watching Grinch. Like, every line that these people knew or were saying, you knew them. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't think I could do that with a single movie. I don't think I love a single movie enough to know as many lines as you do from this movie. Like, it was mad impressive. I was yeah. like, I'm pretty sure if I just put her in front of the TV and told her, go ahead and act out this movie, she probably could. Yes. That was my thought process. Especially, because just the scenes are iconic. Especially the when he's getting dressed. And it's just a, ooh, ah. Mm-hmm. That's it. I'm not going. I'm not going. That's It's just classic. It's just, it's so funny. That scene, I love. Mm-hmm. And then another scene I have written down that I love is the hubilation. When they're, when he's been crowned, the hubilation. Whatever it is. Whatever. Yeah. And he's they put him in this chair. And it's the job of whoever won this thingy-majiggy. I wish I knew what it was. This, he's a special guest at yeah, hubilation. He's just okay? Um, they get put into this chair and it is their job to taste all of the desserts. Oh yeah. But this chair is like a chair that like people carry. Yeah. And so he's getting bounced all over the place with everyone just shoving food into his face. And it starts with like, who pudding? Who? And then it turns into like fudge. And it's just like, when it gets to the fudge, he's so full, but he's just like, give it to me. Yeah. Give it to me. Just, <laughs> you were literally losing it. It's just, scene. I love, I love that scene. It makes me want green pudding because someone feeds him green pudding. Mm-hmm. Must be pistachio. Must be, obviously. I think there's also a green fudge. Oh. I is it pistachio or is it mint? Anything different I don't know, but it, make, it make, also makes me want fudge. Yeah, that scene was disturbing to me because he, at one point he's like gurgling about how he can't eat anything yeah. else. And then he's literally screaming, give it to me. Come on. And I'm like, God. <laughs> Put damn. it in my mouth. Yeah, he's sexually charged. This movie's sexually <laughs> aggra- aggressive. I have to ask you though, because I know we talked about Cindy Lou Who in the last one. Mm-hmm. In this one, she's an investigative reporter well. and plays... <laughs> A much larger role than any of the other Cindy Lou Who's in the movie, in any of the movies. It's funny that you say she's an investigative reporter. She's pretty much just trying to get info, the the deets on the Grinch. Yeah, but she's basically an investigative reporter. She just wants to she know. She just walks around with a tape recorder recording everybody. She wants to know what's up with the Grinch yeah. so she can go and make him like Christmas. Mm-hmm. She's pretty much, Cindy Lou is having kind of like an internal crisis with the meaning of Christmas. Mm-hmm. She's sick of it being about the gifts and people just trying to have the best of the best because her mom is in a fight with Martha Mayhew to have the best Christmas Because that's all Christmas is about. And the most gifts. And it's just like... Right. And Cindy Lou's having this crisis because she does like, this isn't, this isn't what Christmas should be about. And she thinks that like getting the Grinch down for Christmas, it will kind of like give her purpose. Pretty much. Because that will also allow her to see Christmas again through like the way it's supposed to be seen. Right. You know what I mean? I think this is the best Cindy Lou Who we get. I think this is the best Cindy Lou Who, and I think it's the best Grinch. I think it's a one-two punch with these two. Mm-hmm. And I also think that their lives and stories are more interconnected than any of the other ones. Because like in yes. the first one, 1966, she's in it for six seconds. Right. And in the next one, we'll talk about, it's more of a converging story. They're on like lines that are going to have right. to cross they at some point. They eventually come together. Right, but they don't, they're not like exactly aware of the other one's presence. They bump right. into each other at one point, but they're not like going out of their way to interact with each other. Whereas right. in this one, Cindy Lou's Cindy whole purpose Lou, yes. is to make the Grinch understand the meaning of Christmas. Right. She's focused on the Grinch for this movie. Which I think makes way more sense. Like, this is another reason why I like this story. Like, if you're going to expand the Grinch, this is this is the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. Because you, you don't have too, too many side characters that are like, 
big massive plot points. You get the Grinch and you get Cindy Lou Who with a trickle down effect of side characters that they have to interact with. Mm -hmm. And they don't try to bloat it too much with all these other characters going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Cindy just trying to find the meaning of Christmas and her interaction with the Grinch is the only way you're going to get the Grinch to really turn around as a, as, as a who and love Christmas. Because in 1966, right. what is it? He just hears them singing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, they love Christmas so much they're singing. Right. And in this, I mean, it's someone physically and forcibly right. being like, get into the spirit, you son of a bitch. Like, she's going to his house. She's inviting him to this thing. Right. She's, like, trying to get him to be a part of it. And that's where, like, you see, like, the Grinch is, like, redeemable in this. Because you see those little glimpses of where he's, like, he's, like, hopeful that maybe he can become a part of it again. He wants to be a part of it. It's so bad. You can tell. Like, yeah. They're really... Another thing this did well compared to the 2018 version. I keep comparing it to that, the not the 66, story. because it's uh, the 66 one just doesn't have anything there to like, compare it to. But um, the background story of the Grinch, it's mm-hmm. so much more subtle in this. They don't beat you over the head with it. They're like, he was in love with a girl. He embarrassed himself at Christmas time and he got mad about it. Whereas in 2018, they literally hit you over the head and the narrator tells you he doesn't like Christmas because he's lonely. Mm-hmm. We had like, it's not exactly like hard to figure out. It's not some fucking sit down think piece, you know, you got to think about for an hour and a half to understand. It's a kid's movie, so it's easy to get, but they did a good job of not like beating you over the goddamn head with it, which I also appreciated. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those are, that's, I mean, that's pretty much all I have to say about the 2000 version. Yeah. The last thing I have to say is that this movie has one of my all time favorite Christmas songs in it. Which one is it? Which song is it? Where Are You Christmas? Oh yeah. From Cindy Lou Who. Yes, and you I also... sing that in like the middle. It'll be like the middle of May, and you're like, "Where are you, Quizbus?" And I'm like, "Oh my <laughs> fucking god!" I do love this song, and I actually, I you said you liked the soundtrack in the last one. I like the 1966 version. I like the soundtrack in this one. Yeah, okay. I also fair. like the soundtrack in the next one. It's more too. of a modern, modern. Yeah, it, I I think the sound. I think the soundtrack and score and all of them is good. I just think the 66 one is the best Grinch song we get. Yeah. That's really the only song they sing besides, like, the Who song at Christmas. Yeah. So. But, yeah. But I'm going to give this a three and a half Grinches as three well. Three and a half. I think it's on par with the 66 one. And the reason I give it... Because, I, I, dude, I wanted to give this a one. Like, I do not like this movie. <gasps> but, I mean, you can't ignore the effects. You can't ignore the fact that Jim Carrey just, like, somehow embodies the role of a thing that does not exist. But why do you hate... The, um, one is, like, kind of, like, despicable. No, one is, like, a horrendous movie I would never One is again. despicable. Yeah. That movie... This movie does not ever deserve a one. No, it did. Right up until... No. I, like... I mean, what I, do you dislike so much about it? Everything. I don't like the way the Who's look, but I can't... Though I went, I went in this time looking to try to find things to like, specifically because I want to have something nice to say about this movie... Uh, I don't like the Who's. They're fucking creepy. I genuinely think the fact that all of I don't them think are creepy. Okay, you're asking me my opinion. Let me tell you. Okay, <laughs> uh, I think they're fucking creepy. I think they're creepy. It's uncanny valley, and I think it's way too sexualized. Like it just creeps me the fuck out. I don't like any of that. And outside of the Grinch, it's not outside of like Jim Carrey. It's not funny. Like I didn't laugh once outside of him. I'm giving this movie a five. You son of a bitch. Five stars. You son of a bitch. Five stars. Are you serious? I love this movie. I will always love this movie. (laughs) This movie makes me happy. I literally was sitting there watching this movie, just laughing, Mm -hmm. having a grand old time. This movie, I feel my heart, my heart grows three sizes when I watch this movie. Oh my God. You didn't just just say that. You fucking goofball. This movie just (laughs) makes me so childishly happy. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I love this movie. It makes, puts me in the Christmas spirit. I am okay. curious. We weren't going to pull up Letterboxd ratings of these of these movies just because we're not going to have time. But I am curious of what Letterboxd gives this. What do you think Letterboxd gives this? Four. 3.4. It's not bad. I would consider anything with a three. Three, four is actually my cutoff. Like I consider anything between three, four and four. That is probably a good movie. Anything over four, that is a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. Anything like between three and three, four in that range is like. That's okay. You could watch it. Anything below three, it's like, that's probably dog water. Yeah. No, it's a five. This I, movie makes me joyous. I think this movie uh, makes me more of a Scrooge. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> you kidding. are I'm just a kidding. Scrooge. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I respect to give a five. You like what you like. You know what I mean? Don't let anyone yes. convince you you don't like it. But I'm just saying that the reason I give this three and a half is because one... Imagine the work Jim Carrey had to do to embody something that's not real. You know how like everyone's always like, oh, I really got into the character. I, I studied... Um, you know, Natalie Portman studying Jackie Kennedy and like all that shit. You know what I mean? And they embody that person. He just had to fucking watch a 25 minute cartoon and read a right. kid's book. And he had to create this character and he did it so well that, that you say Jim Carrey, he's synonymous with the Grinch. Yes. You don't get one without the other. Yes. And he doesn't look anything like Jim Carrey in the movie. So it's just like the work he put into that is five star worthy. I just don't think the movie is five star worthy. So I give it three and a half. Jim Carrey brings it up a lot. I actually like the storyline with Cindy Lou Who, and I think the production design is just top fucking notch. Outside mm-hmm. of like Barbie, it's just so much fun. Mm-hmm. All right. So with that, we finally are moving on to the 2018 Grinch. Mm. My least favorite of the Grinches, I think. I disagree. Which I was going to say, actually, it just dawned on me that I remembered you gave it 2.5, the original, so you probably like this one more than that. Yes. Yeah. I do. I want to start off by saying one real quick thing. This is the best Max we get. Yes. I know I said this while we were watching it, but uh, watching Max, the animators didn't have to do this, but they did, and I loved it. He just is constantly looking up at the Grinch, and he has like a little dog smile on his mm-hmm. face all of the time. He's never really, like, the Grinch never really like abuses him yes. in any way, which is nice. And they just seem to have a really good relationship, the two of them. Yeah. Like, he genuinely loves the Grinch. And the Grinch genuinely loves him. Yeah. And I think that's the best version of Max, best relationship we get between Grinch and Max. I actually wrote down in my notes, he's the nicest to Max in this one. Yes. And he gradually, in each movie, gets nicer and nicer to Max. Yes. The first one, he's awful. The second one, he's He's, he's not great. Yeah, he's not great, but he's not terrible. And in this one, you can tell he really loves that dog. Yes. Absolutely. He's his best friend. Absolutely. Yes. Between him and what, like, what's the, like, the lamb, the lamb, Jesus Christ, the reindeer he gets. <laughs> reindeer. Fred. Fred. Like, he Which loves those, both of those. I have to say, too. I love the addition of Fred in this movie. Fred's a good addition. I'll give him, I'll give him he that. He is adorable. Yeah. I think this is the least Grinchy Grinch, though. He doesn't do anything that you're like, this guy is a Grinch about Christmas. He's just, like, an ass. Well, yeah. Because, like, the other ones, it's specifically around Christmas time they get mad. Mm-hmm. He's just, like, gotta go grocery shopping, and he's, it's us today. He's just gotta go grocery shopping, and he's angry about it. It's like... <laughs> Guy, that's just normal human behavior. How much you know what I mean? Stress eating have I done? That Emotional eating have I done? What sucks um, is I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no, you're fine. I just wanted to. I love the animation style of this. Yes, movie. absolutely. I I literally have in my notes love love the animation. Yeah, this one feels so happy. Yeah, like it's the happiest of the three. Yeah, like just the way that the animation is done and it's just like dark. it's so bright it's so, it just mm-hmm. it feels happy it's the, the Grinch is a lighter the... green like he's just like kind of like a like a more fun like 
bright green and then like the gym the jim carrey grinch is kind of dingy he's living in he they do a really good job of making him grimy in that one too. yeah this grinch is he's he's a cute grinch yeah and i think that in the 2001 i was like as you said it's lighter which it is it's brighter the 2000s one if you go back and watch it i don't think there's a single scene with sunlight it's always overcast uh-huh. or snowing whereas in this it's beautiful out mm-hmm. every day i think that's a huge stark like comparison and contrast from uh, the 2000s one that I actually give it the leg up on. I give it the leg up on that. It is nicer to watch because it's it's easier to see, if anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not as dingy and dark. Yeah. It just, like, the way they do it, it just feels... Like, the Grinch is cute. This this Grinch is in no way scary. No, like, not even not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. He's like, just an angry old dad, like, get off my lawn type right. of guy. Like, the 1966 Grinch is scary. Yes. The 2000s Grinch is kind of kind of creepy, Agreed. Not at, like just like he's sometimes like he's fun. Well, mostly he's fun in the whole thing, but you know what I mean. And then this one, he's just cute. Yeah. He's not, and he's in no way scary. He has a cute little swirly thing on the top of his head. He has a round little face. He's just a cute grin. Plus, his relationship with Max kind of like softens <laughs> you towards him as it is because he is kind to him. Can I say something real quick? Yeah. All three of these movies have narration. Yeah. Pharrell is the goddamn worst narrator I've ever heard in my life. Pharrell narrates? Yes, he narrates oh. the 2018 version. Awful. <laughs> Lifeless. Heartless. Awful. Just not a fan of his his narrating. I found it boring. Putting me to sleep. And I have to say the same thing about Benedict Cumberbatch as the Grinch. And I know <laughs> that we talked about this a little bit and you said, well, you're comparing it to Jim Carrey's. Yes, and I always will, unfortunately. Whoever, if they even ever though you another... hate that movie. No, I hate the movie. I don't even hate the movie anymore. I appreciate the work that went into the movie. I think if they ever continue to make these movies, everyone has to be compared to Jim Carrey's Grinch, even if the direction they're taking the movie in, like this, is completely the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Like, the Grinch isn't a necessarily angry dude. He's just sad and lonely. And so he's like just wants to like be a part of Christmas. He wants to be right. part of Christmas. The other Grinch didn't want to be part of Christmas. It's a whole different story. But you're going to get compared to Jim Carrey. And I know it's just voice acting, but his voice acting is not yeah, good. It's, it's not, just not It's good. not as good. Like, it's just, it's boring. There's nothing really going on. He doesn't, like, animate the character as well as I would have liked. It's a, it's a subdued version of he's the He's more Grinch. mopey. Like, yeah. he's a mopey Grinch. He's a mopey Grinch. Yes. Perfect. That's a great way to describe it. <laughs> um, But we kind of mentioned previously, like, Cindy Lou's role yes. in each movie. And so, in the first one, she doesn't play a role. Really. Yeah. The second one... Her whole storyline is about, like, kind of helping the Grinch. And this one, it seems like for a very long time, the Grinch and Cindy Lou are following their own stories. Correct. And then at some point, they cross. But Cindy Lou very much has her own story in this one. She's her own character completely. She has nothing to do with the Grinch until literally the end of the movie, essentially. And that story being is that Cindy Lou's mom is a single mom. With three fucking kids. With three three kids. And so she, I think she works overnight. Yeah. And then she comes home and she takes care of... Like, when does this woman sleep? Yeah, she doesn't. Especially she with twin babies. Like, good right. lord. Right. Um, And so Cindy Lou is pretty much... She's trying to get a letter to Santa. And originally when she bumps into the Grinch with this letter, the Grinch thinks that it's a list of her demands, demands yeah. for Santa Claus. And Cindy Lou tries to explain to him really quickly that... It's not demands. It's a wish. And you find out, like, throughout the movie that her wish is, to, like, f- 
pretty much for her mom to be she wants her mom to have help okay yeah. like she wants her mom to have help. right she wants her mom to be taken care of to have help and to get a break a little bit yes and i think that's what softens the grinch up is he realizes it's not all about the it's gifts not selfish and all that shit. like this little this child is actually has her christmas wish is not a selfish wish Agreed. um but how do what do you what do you think about that storyline no, I love it. I love the converging storylines because one, if because they did try to take this in a different direction, I feel like, and it's really hard to follow the Jim Carrey Grinch. I'm, I mean, I'm not a huge fan, as I've said a billion times, but like that's the definitive Grinch. Mm-hmm. So they tried to take it in a different direction, and I, I, le- I appreciate the effort to not just copy and paste Jim Carrey. Right, Grinch, I do they like absolutely it. could have just made how to how the Grinch stole Christmas 2000 in 2018 to animate it. You know what I mean? And I'm glad they didn't. They gave Cindy Lou Who her own story. She's her own character. She felt wholly independent from anybody else in the story and just felt like a different character compared to all the other Cindy Lou Who's. Mm-hmm. I like that. It was a refreshing take. Right. And unlike the Grinch in this, where the Grinch is kind of downgraded, in my notes I wrote, make the Grinch way too sad and depressing. Mm-hmm. Cindy like, Lou's he's spunky. so sad and Cindy's so spunky, but where they downgrade Grinch, I think they upgrade Cindy Lou Who. Maybe maybe just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I might like the 2000 Cindy Lou Who a little more. Uh, but I still I do think that this one, this Cindy Lou Who being like inventive and caring and loving. I like her purpose. Yeah, I, I like, like her Cindy Lou's purpose exactly. in this movie a lot. Absolutely. And I also like how each Grinch movie like is different. So like you can watch all three in a row and not feel like you're watching the same exact movie. For the most part. Yeah. Because when this movie came out, I was like... Oh my god, I think I might like this more than the 2000s version. Really? Yes. Holy shit. Now, having watched them both in the same week, I don't feel that way anymore, but I still really do like this yeah. movie. I'm surprised by that, because like, you, love, you love I know. Ranch. That's crazy. But yeah, Sibby Lou, she just has a good purpose. Her scene where she's taking the tube down the mm-hmm. the hill or whatever is yeah. just... It's so fun. I did write down in my notes, I'm looking at them now, uh, I wrote down kind of like... The converging story. Um, and then in parentheses I wrote, I enjoyed the concept of the converging stories, just not really the execution. Right. I don't think we get enough time. It's a short movie. It's an hour and 25 minutes. So it's not very long. It's doable. Very easy to watch. But I don't feel like we spend enough time with Cindy Lou Who to like really care all that much. Mm-hmm. It's just easy... It's easy heartstrings. They just pull your heart. They're like immediately get in there, pull out a heart and get out. It's like, oh my, I want my mom to not be sad anymore. Mm-hmm. You immediately are on that character side. Right. You know what I mean? But we don't really spend too much time with the character. I also think in this one, the Grinch, doesn't he make, like, make the decision to return the gifts on his own? Yeah. Like it doesn't have... Well, like, don't, doesn't he like return them on his own in all of them? Well, in the second one... He ends up saving the presence, like the sleigh, from going over the edge because Cindy Lou is on top of the sleigh. Oh, so he does that's to, right. Because he, yeah, he that's does right. it to save Cindy Lou. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. And that's when his heart, like when he sees her on top of the his sleigh, that's when his heart grows. Yes. So she plays more of a role in that one. In the 1966 like, one, he hears them singing and decides to bring right. them down. So this is this is more like the 1966 version in that he hears them and he's like, maybe I should bring them back. With this one, it's him remembering what Cindy Lou Who had said and mm-hmm. uh, watching her smile and sing on Christmas with no presents, no lights, just watching her sing and still having fun. Mm-hmm. I think that's what brings him uh, to his senses and gives the presents back. I will say, this is the only one where the Who's 
don't invite the Grinch to like hang out in the town after he returns all the presents. In the first two, he drops the presents off and they invite him to, you know, cut the roast beast in the 1966 version. No, he doesn't he's do the one that, that here? serves them. In the 2000s one, he invites the town to his cave. And in this one, he goes home. They just let him walk away. Really? Yeah. Huh. You didn't I notice that? Been, I must have been falling asleep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is the one we watched where you were getting a little tired. I was getting a little sleepy. Yeah, so he drops the presents off. Yeah. Like says, I'm sorry, I'm the one that stole your presents. I stole Christmas. And just walks away. Him and Max just walk away. And then Cindy goes back later, knocks on his door and is like, Oh, do you want to come do to our house? Do you want to come to our house for Christmas? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I but do. I thought it was strange because I was like, what? It's like, are they going to embrace him? When do the Who's like be right. nice to him? And they're just not. Well, and we also did notice in this one that in the other two, the Grinch is like this huge deal in Yeah. Town. I did. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of like Voldemort. We're like, you don't talk about the Grinch. Yeah. He's just the guy that they lives up there. They know the Grinch is up there. They don't talk about him or right. like involve him in Christmas. And this one? And this one, they there. don't seem to know who he is. Like, People are like, hey, mister, you're not being very nice. But yeah. they're not like, oh my god, the Grinch the is Grinch. here. The Grinch is here. He has to wear so, a disguise when he goes to the town in the 2000s one. He wears a mask, right. like a Who mask. Right. And, and this one, he, this just one he just into walks into town. In. He, uh, and he, like a lady asks him to like give her the thing she's reaching for. And like if she actually knew who he, the Grinch was, he would she know that. Known. He, right. Because she was like, hey, mister, that's rude. And then when, uh, oh, that's not very nice or something like that. And then when, because he knocks it over instead of, instead of giving it to her. But when he bumps into Cindy Lou Who, she calls him Mr. multiple times. When he destroys that kid's snowman, he says, Mr., why would you do that? Yeah. The only person who knows who he is, is Bricklebaum or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Nick Keenan Thompson's character. And that's because they're neighbors all of a sudden. He's got a neighbor on the on the mountain. He's yeah. like right at the edge of the mountain, or right at the base of the mountain. So it kind of bummed me out that he was like not a mythical figure in their world. That he was just a dude. Yeah. And I was like, nobody is going to talk about the guy that lives the on green the fucking guy. mountain who comes down once a month to buy groceries and beats people up. Like, we're just <laughs> not going to acknowledge that at all. Yeah. I, I feel like he didn't have really all that much of an or- origin story. They're like, he wasn't adopted and he was sad. Mm-hmm. People didn't notice him ever? Like, retreat up to right. the mountain? <laughs> it's just oh, strange. Yeah, that's another thing. And this, and this Grinch, the Grinch was an orphan. Yeah. And so he never, he was always alone for Christmas. And that's why he... Is lonely. Does, he doesn't even right. hate Christmas. He's just lonely. He wants to be involved. Eh. Yeah. Oh. I disagree that he wants to be involved, but like no, he, he does because he he hates Christmas because he was he's always just been alone for Christmas. Like he's just used to being alone. Yeah. Except now he has Max. Yes. I wanted the Who's to just care in any way that <laughs> this man had just stolen their Christmas, admitted it, and then brought it back. Don't you like? You just yeah. wanted some sort of reaction from the Who's. They were just like. Alright, they just stood around watching him admit guilt to stealing this. I would have... Stomp him out. Something. Give me <laughs> something, people. And instead, they just go about putting their stuff back on their houses and putting the Christmas presents away, and they go about their day, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Well, anything else you want to say about the 2018 version of The Grinch? Soundtrack slaps. Soundtrack slaps. Yes, sir. With your boots all heavy. Something like that. Yeah, something. Whatever it is. It's Tyler, the creator. I love it. <laughs> So what would you rate this movie? I would give this movie three Grinches. Three Grinches. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. So you like it You like it more than the 2000 version? No, I gave the 2000 version three and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you said it could have been a one. What? You said you were going to give it a one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to be a dick. <laughs> and I was like, you know, it's actually it's actually not as terrible as yeah. I remember. What do you give this? I give this three and a half stars. 
It used to contend with the 2000s version, and now it gets a three and a half. Yeah. Huh. Maybe four. Maybe four. Maybe four. But it's not a five, like the other one. Yeah. But at one point it was, because you said they were yes. they competed. Okay, I'm just making sure. Yes. But you realize watching this, it's just not as good. I realize watching them all in order that the, I really okay. do just have way more fun watching... Okay. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ...the 2000s version. Yeah, okay. I just want to make sure I understood like, like I saying. Like... I don't know if you realize, but when we watched the 2000s version, I was quoting things. I, I was did laughing. Did I realize it? I had a second on it. I was laughing at it. Like, this one, I, mm-hmm. it's fun to watch, but it doesn't make you laugh. Like, it doesn't, like, like it's not as iconic. And the narration sucks, Pharrell. You're terrible <laughs> at narrating things. You make great beats. Terrible narrator. Mm-hmm. So now, I think you can kind of get an idea of where these movies rank. But we'll just go ahead and give you our rankings. A recap. Like a recap. A quick one. Of our movies. Yeah. All right. Do you want to go first? Yeah. In uh, Dead Last, I have the 2018 version. In <laughs> second, I have the 1966 version. And the number one is 2000. And it's simply because Jim Carrey is synonymous <laughs> with The Grinch. When people say The Grinch, they know you're talking about Jim Carrey. Yeah. They're not talking about Benedict Cumberbatch in 2018. They're not talking about the 1966. They're talking about Jim Carrey. Yeah. If anyone is talking about those, they always state this version, the animated version, or... The 2018 one, the newest one. They don't say The Grinch, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? That's just Jim Carrey. I feel like that carries so much weight, it kind of has to be first. Yeah. Mine goes the 1966, then the 2018 version, mm-hmm. and then the 2000 version. Yeah. So the only ones we have the swapped are we the, swapped the 16 and yeah. eight, or 66 and 18. Yes. Yeah. So number one on both of our lists is the 2000s yes. version. Jim Carrey's just the fucking man in this, dude. He was on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So while I recommend you watch them all this Christmas season, if you really only have time for just one, watch the 2000s version with Jim Carrey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would recommend watching the 1966 one if you don't have a lot of time <laughs> because it's only 25 minutes. That's why it beats Don't it watch that one. It will give you nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. And now finally, it is Kyle's segment. Yeah. Which is a surprise to me. I yeah. don't know what's about to happen. So this is a new thing I would like to do, and I haven't <laughs> even told you about it, is I am going to ask you just questions. Oh. I have questions for you, and I want you to answer them. Okay. okay? I, was, I wrote down, as you can see on your note, I had to scribble out questions. <laughs> uh, and I had to scribble it out very hard, because I write, I write uh, very terribly, so I was like, i got to really get in there. just going to ask you eight questions. I just, you know, nothing, no, no pressure. Okay. But the first one is, who hated Christmas more? The Grinch or Scrooge? Scrooge. Why? Um, I don't know. I feel like for me it's also Scrooge because he didn't really care about Christmas until ghosts showed up and were like, yeah. hey dog, you're a dick. He kind of had to be threatened with death. Right. You're, you're an asshole. Look what you're doing to this family, <laughs> you mm-hmm. dick. And with this, Grinch wanted to be part of Christmas. He mm-hmm. just like, was he hated the Who so much that he just couldn't. So I think, I think Scrooge. Yeah. Number two. Who does Max remind you of more, Brody or Frankie? Brody. Me too, yes. Definitely okay. Brody. Brody, yeah. He's just like more gung-ho. He's just like excited to be around you. Mm-hmm. And he definitely is just, if you wanted him to pull a sleigh, I'm pretty sure he'd try to he figure it out. He would do whatever he could. Yeah. Go He's coming down. over. He heard us say his Go name. Go lay down. You're okay. Go lay down. So I'm going to read you a list of actors that were considered for the role of the Grinch before Jim Carrey got the role. Ready? Jack Nicholson. From The Shining, Eddie Murphy, Tom Hanks, and the original Pennywise, Tim Curry. Of those people, if Jim Carrey doesn't get to play the Grinch, who
who do you think would play the best Grinch? I think if um, Jack Nicholson played the Grinch, it would be it would be <laughs> even creepier. He would be way too creepy. <laughs> Same thing with the guy whoever played the first Pennywise, Tim Curry. They're just too creepy of people to play this role. So their nose for me. I think Eddie Murphy would probably be funnier than Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. So that your pick? So I think Eddie Murphy. I go with Eddie Murphy as well. Yeah. I just can't picture Jack Nicholson being as animated. Yeah. In a fun way. And no, it Tim would not Curry, be in a fun way. I think Tim Curry could absolutely nail this role. I really fucking do. I just think he would be a little too... He has a more of like a sultry thing going on than Jim Curry. So I just don't think it would hit the same. I think it would add to the overall horniness of this movie by a lot. Yeah. And I don't think Tom Hanks could really get into the role of the Grinch. So by default, it's Yeah, I don't think Tom Hanks is animated enough to be the Grinch. I think Eddie Murphy would probably be the best. Yeah. Next question. Which is more classic? The Grinch 1966 or Rudolph 1964? Rudolph 1964. Fuck yeah, I'm glad you said that. I yeah, agree. I honestly hadn't seen the 1966 version, I don't think. This was your first time ever watching it? I may have seen it in passing, Whoa. but it was not a memorable movie. Wow, like, hell like yeah. Like Rudolph was. Glad I could be the one to force you to watch a terrible movie you didn't like. <laughs> Number five. Which movie had the best version of the Grinch song? The 2000s version. No, 1966 no. was the correct answer, I'm afraid. It's not <laughs> the, the 2000s one is erratic. It is all over the place. It's just chaotic. Like, the singer is all over the place. It was uncomfortable to listen to. It had no tone. I didn't like it at oh, all. I didn't like it at classic. all. It's classic. I think the 1966 one is brutal. The dude is mean. The 2018 version is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun just because it's Tyler the Creator and like yeah. he does like fun scale stuff with mm-hmm. it, but like it's definitely not even in the top. It's, it's not. It's, it's not, not. It's not close. Yeah. Number six, which movie had the best narrator? The 2000s version. I think 1966. I disagree. I think 1966 is because it literally feels like you're reading. Someone is just like you're on Audible. Someone's just reading <laughs> you the Grinch. You know what I mean? Next question: Who's the better good boy, Max? Or Pete the dog from Little Rascals? Max. Oh, okay, sweet. I think Max from the two... Th- I, you know, I think all of them. Because yeah. he gets beaten. He's like, I still love you so much, Dad. Yeah. It's awful. But he's a good boy. It's Petey. Also. Petey, yeah. Petey, whatever. He's not, he doesn't, it doesn't even matter. He's not even cool. <laughs> okay, last question. Which gadget would you rather have? The 2018 Grinch's candy cane gadget? Or Hubie Halloween's thermos. <laughs> um, <laughs> way to tie that in. The candy cane. Yeah, I think I'd go the thermos. You would? <laughs> you can bring food with you. It does all the things the candy cane does, but is well, also Well, maybe the candy food. cane's edible. The handle could be edible. It's the only thing that didn't actually like look like it was a like machine. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So maybe it is edible, but I'd rather drink soup than suck on... A candy cane that I have to hold and like swing around. I don't know. Yeah. But the the gadget was cool as shit. It was from, a cool gadget. From the, the Grinch. I, I like that a lot. It made him getting in and out of the houses way easier in my opinion. Right? It's like, yeah, this makes sense. He just like rolls down the chimney pretty much. Yeah. He just like, yeah, he rolls down the chimney and then he's just like, that needs to go. That needs to go. And it just like sucks out the yeah. nails and shit. I like that a lot. And one last thing that I wanted to mention was that this episode is going to come out after 
our four-year anniversary. Oh. And I would just like to say happy anniversary to you, even though it's not for a few more days. Thanks. Happy anniversary to you too, babe. And there you go. That's the end of the episode. <laughs> Anyways, we appreciate you guys listening. And we hope you continue to listen and your support means a lot to us. Uh, if you want to reach out to us at any point and like suggest a movie or just let us know uh, your thoughts, you can email us if you're old-fashioned at kkdatenightpod at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at movieguy underscore Kai. Same thing on TikTok. And you can find me on Letterboxd at thatboykyle777. So please make sure that you rate us, share us, and just word of mouth helps as much as you can. And with that said, go watch a fucking Christmas movie.